Listening makes us smarter, more connected people. It makes us better partners, parents, and leaders. And there's no better place to start listening than Audible. Audible is where so many inspiring voices and compelling stories open listeners up to new experiences and ways of thinking. Audible members now get more than ever before. Members choose three titles every month, one audiobook plus two Audible originals that you can't hear anywhere else. Members also have unlimited access to more than 100 audio-guided fitness and meditation programs. Audible delivers bestsellers, business, self-improvement, memoirs, and more, all professionally narrated by actors, authors, and motivational superstars like Rachel Hollis, David Goggins, and Mel Robbins. Audible members can also get free access to the New York Times, Wall Street Journal, and Washington Post delivered daily to the Audible app. With the convenient app, members can access Audible anytime, at the gym, while commuting, or on the go, and on any device. We'll always pick right back up where you left off. Audible also offers free and easy audiobook exchanges, credits you can roll over for a year, and a library you keep forever even if you cancel. Explore all the ways listening on Audible can help improve mind, body, and soul with entertainment, information, and inspiration. You can get titles from your favorite iHeart talent such as Chelsea Handler, Danny Shapiro, Charlemagne the God, and Bobby Bones on Audible. Start listening now with a 30-day Audible trial and your first audiobook plus two Audible originals are free. Visit audible.com slash iHeart or text iHeart to 500-500. Ready to start talking? Hi, this is Rashawn McDonald. Getting my act together here. Welcome. Yesterday it was raining in Houston, Texas. Today is beautiful and sunny. And I'm happy to be here for Money Making Conversations every Monday to let you know why I'm here. I'm here to tell you about how to be successful, give you some advice on some free advice on the next steps in life that may change your life. From a guy who made his share of mistakes. And had a lot of steps of success. With that being said, I interview people on my show who are CEOs, industry decision makers, small businesses, and celebrities as they give you the secrets to success. The secrets to success. Before I get started, uh, I am in Houston. Today is early voting time, and I have a gentleman on the phone. I want to bring him right, right up, right up live right now because I am in Houston. I got to be respectful for what's going on here. We always tell people to go out and vote. And then I'd be remiss if I don't give an opportunity for somebody to express the importance of early voting today. Please welcome on the line, Mr. Rodney Griffin. Yeah, thank you, there, Mr. McDonald. Marketing genius yourself, there, and we're and we're, <laughs> and we're fellow mathematicians, so so we know how to count that money. Don't so, we? so, so, Rodney, uh, well, you, we can put you our just hands go on it anyway, huh? You just go bust out with compliments, son. That's how you gonna get me, huh? You just go bust hey, out with man. some compliments. <laughs> you know, it, it, I guess it's quid pro quo. If you gonna give a, uh, I appreciate you giving a public service announcement like you did on this importance about voting, huh? I'm Rodney Griffin. A lot of people already know me with the Texas Democratic Party. And today is the first day of early voting. Yes, sir. Go out, vote, get it over. Now, here's the key. In early voting, you don't have to go to any particular precinct, just as long as it's in the county. For example, in Harris County, any precinct in Harris County, you can go out and vote. And on there, you're going to have Constitution amendments, about seven of them. But also, and as important, you have candidates. Right. For these local mm-hmm. elections, for the Harris, uh, for the Houston uh, 
board of, uh, school, uh, board of trustees right. uh, you, at community college. And you out in Missouri State, out in Fort Bend County in particular, right. you have these district council races that are going on that in yes, and And just remember, though, that it's all politics is local. might make for bad grammar, but it makes for good sense. Yes, and you go out because those are the folks who are going to determine more than Washington will. Washington is important, but they will determine how that money is spent that comes from Washington and what you get and what you don't get. Yes, and sir. the last thing I want to say, and again, thank you for your time, is the adage is vote, stay woke. Griffin out. My man, stay strong. Again, uh, today is uh, early voting. I just uh, was going to be remiss if I didn't give him op- opportunity to express the importance of voting because in voting and how people vote can affect small businesses. And I have to keep in line with that's what money-making conversation is all about. It's about laying the guidelines right now. That's why the SBA is out there right now giving out these disaster relief loans to get these small businesses up and running again because of the fact that small businesses pay taxes and pay taxes is how we get our system to be running correctly that's why a couple of months ago i shouldn't say a couple of months ago where the mayor of houston was trying to uh, figure out a way to uh overcome the the all these flood district by uh creating increasing property taxes on homes that were because he realized there was going to be an issue there was going to be a problem because of the fact that the amount of damages that were done by Hurricane Harvey. We are recovering from Hurricane Harvey. I'm recovering from Hurricane Harvey, and I hope that you are recovering from Hurricane Harvey personally. Today my show is featuring power couples, husband and wife teams who are working together and being very successful. Power couples. Power couples. That's a amazing thing. Like my wife, she's in optometry. You know, that's her field doctor of eyeballs doctor of eyeballs that's what she do and so i was into entertainment and writing so we were totally different so our conversations always lean differently i mean which means she come in talking about eyes i come in talking about scripts now these power couples that we're bringing on today are as they say joined to the hip for the same cause of success which can be interesting. I thought it would be interesting to bring them on the show to talk about it and uh, discuss how they make it all happen, how they balance that all out, because I think it's important that we get that out there to say that you can work together, live together, and sustain happiness both in your marriage and your business, even though you're participating in the same format of success. So that's important that we get that out today, and that's why we have power couples on the show today. Also today, another little local news. They they, they trapped me in the hallway, and I have no problem talking about Prairie View A&M's homecoming. I got to let people know I'm in Houston, Texas. Prairie View A&M, you can't get no more local than Prairie View A&M. Prairie View A&M homecoming is this weekend. Now, back in college, I went to college, University of Houston. I used to ride down the Prairie View and in. That was my school, going party in the Baby Dome. I I can remember one of my favorite songs. Today, I was dancing with this young lady to the OJs. You're my darling, darling baby. I, I remember that today. So Prairie View has always had an amazing moment in my life. So with that being said, I am giving away a pair of tickets to the Prairie View a and game on my show today. It's the first official giveaway other than my Perfect Bakes scales. If you can tell me the colors, the school colors of the Prairie View a and school, they're the same colors as my fraternity, Omega Sci-Fi. 
That's why I chose that. I got to spread the love of Omega Sci-Fi. If they're going to have me do this on my show, which I'm doing with no arms twisted behind my back, I want you to call me at 832-230-5592. That's 832-230-5592. And you will win a pair of tickets. Bam! To the Prayer View A&M Homecoming this Saturday. This Saturday. Call me up. Got you hooked up. Rashawn McDonald, 832-230-5592. You can also call me if you have any questions, small business questions that you want to get answered, life-changing questions. Somebody just fired you. You don't know what to do. You're trying to change your jobs. You don't know what you do. You realize that your credit messed up. You don't know what to do. You don't realize that, hey, I just need to talk to Rashawn because I don't know what to do, period. I'm confused in life. I don't know where to go in life. I don't know what to do in life. I don't know who to talk to in life. Well, you can talk to me. Did you hear me? You can talk to me, Rashawn McDonald, on Money Making Conversations. 832-230-5592. You can call me and talk about that. I'm going to tell you, I have these little bitty openings now. Because once I start interviewing, I don't stop my interviews and take phone calls. I'm just, people always be calling me in the middle of a great interview. I just can't stop talking to my great interview to handle your questions. That's why I try to give you a little window up top. A little one on the back end. I'm trying to take more and more phone calls. People keep saying, Rashawn, you need that engagement. Rashawn, you need to let people start talking to you. Rashawn, you talk too much. Rashawn McDonald, people want to hear from you. Rashawn, won't you comment on your Facebook page? People need to know. They leave it comments. You're not responding to them on your Facebook page. Money making conversation. Rashawn, you're leaving your fans hanging. Rashawn, what are you trying to do? You grab, you galvanizing all these people and you're not reacting to their engagement. Lord have mercy. Boy, when you become successful, there's a lot of things that jump on your plate that you cannot do anything about, but respond in a positive manner. That's why I'm smiling. If you're watching me on Facebook, you can see I'm smiling. Because I'm happy. I'm happy because May 1st on this station, when it was KYND, I started Money Making Conversation. I started, I was only going to do it for four weeks, and now we are at uh, October 23rd. That's more than four weeks. And I, I feel I found a voice. I found a, an opportunity to be able to change people's lives. And that's what I, I and, the, and the, the, the mantra or the theme or the, uh, the about of Money Making Change has evolved every month to where I feel now I am telling you what I'm going to do. My job is to give you the, the secrets, and they are secrets if you don't know. I was with my nephew the other day just talking about business, breaking it down to him, and I could just see, and he's been in business for over 10 years, and things I was telling him, he looked at me like he had never heard before, and that just lets you know just because you're in business don't mean you know all the the, the small steps of being successful because a lot of things that you are doing may not be right. And just because you're making money the way you're making money might not be the real money to make long term. So the goal in this whole situation is for you to win, not only for yourself, for you to win for everybody around you, for you to for you to do your accounting correctly, for you to hire your employees and work them correctly. If you have health plans and you own it, then they need to be on it. You know, some people think that just because you can make everybody you hire a contract worker can't do that. If you require that they come in at a certain time, 
every day at a certain time, they are employees. So these are little things like that that I can tell you and help you along the way. And don't feel bad if you don't know. Don't feel bad if you don't know. Because if you don't know, then guess what? Call me and I will tell you how to learn. And that's what Money Making Conversations is about. It's about helping you learn. Now, also, one quick note, the deadline tomorrow is uh, for the SBA loans. The deadline tomorrow, SBA loans. Got on the call, Bobby Ray. Bobby Ray? Yeah, Sean. Hey, my man, how oh, you doing, Bobby Ray? Big money. Uh, look, look uh, a few <laughs> weeks ago, you had an uh, uh, entrepreneur on your show uh, with a uh, laundromat business. Yes, sir. And, and, Out of Atlanta. And, and you said, you, uh, you, you said, uh, carrying the clothes in the white sheet, you know, with my mother, blah, blah, blah. Yes, sir. And now this is not your, uh, like your, your mama's uh, wash interior. Yes, you sir. You know what I mean? What's, 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 what's she doing different, Sean? What are you talking about? The laundromat lady who was on the call from uh, in Atlanta, Georgia, or what I'm doing uh, different yeah, right now? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, she got some kind of uh, little yeah. uh, yeah. laundromat business. It's, it's, it's based in yeah. Atlanta, Georgia. What she's doing different is it's kind of like Starbucks meets a laundromat. You know, they have Wi-Fi in there, which you don't see the traditional laundromat. Her, laundry, her machines are digitally operated. You can use your credit card, which you don't see the traditional laundromat. She also has satellite TV, which you don't see the traditional laundromat. And also she has a playground area for kids to play because she renovated an old McDonald's. So, you know, those old McDonald's right, right, come right, with right, those right, built-in right. playground areas. Well, she held on yeah. to that and built a laundromat out of that. So, basically, she's seeking an opportunity to take what she's doing in an impoverished neighborhood. That's what she wanted to emphasize, that she was going back in the hood. And, and before gentrification comes in and takes over, she's coming in early. So let people know right. you can create your own wealth and empowerment and become a taxing community. If you become a taxing community, when you would generate wealth, and then guess what? The police start showing up on time, and they start building buildings around your place of business that can be taxed. And that's all it's about. Taxes okay, the whole oh, kid. Oh, okay, so 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 in essence, she was saying she's not coming to Fresno. She's going to where people ain't got washing machines. Yes, sir. Oh, you know. Yes, sir. Right. She's okay. going, and, right. and you know, in 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 under under impoverished communities, they don't have. And they don't sell your apartment complexes. They don't have laundromats or washing machines in your apartment right. complexes, generally. Right, right. Or in right, your right. apartment or condos. And so right. where I live, you know, I can go in there and look at the floor plan and go, they got a laundromat in the facility, or they have, I got one in my apartment. I have, I've, I've lived in New York. I've lived in, L, in Chicago and L.A. The last 12 years, I've always had a washer and dryer in my condo or my apartment. And that's right, not available right. to people in impoverished neighborhood. Bobby Ray, I right. got to go. My man, I appreciate right, you calling. Right. You stay strong okay, and keep sir. calling in, y'all. I appreciate you, Bobby Ray. Again, yeah, coming up next. All right, man. Be strong now. Hey, team, money-making conversations. Be right back with my first power couple, Dr. Nikki and Eugene Walter, curlynikki.com. Be right back with more. Two breaks, y'all. Stick around. Money Making Conversations. We'll be right back. Hi, this is Sean McDonald. Welcome back to Money Making Conversations. Uh, broadcasting live from Houston, Texas on 1480 AM. Also, you can hear every, all the old broadcasts, all the current broadcasts. This broadcast this week on my iHeartRadio podcast. Go under the, just type in Money Making Conversations. Pops right up. Uh, again, it's important that people understand why I'm here. I'm here to... Uh, Change your life. 
At the top of my show today, I promoted that I will be featuring power couples, husband and wife teams who are working together and being very successful. Uh, founded in 2008, CurlyNikki.com for natural hair has become the largest and most popular blog of its kind. Over the years, the site has built a loyal and massive fan base. Millions of women in more than 12 countries who rely on Walton's personal journey, advice, and perspective. Please welcome to Money Making Conversations, the founders of CurlyNikki.com, Dr. and Mrs. Eugene Walton. <laughs> Thank hey. you. Hey, everybody. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. Eugene, can I, can, I, can I just talk to you for a minute, man? Yes, sir. Can I yes, just sir. talk to you a minute? Okay, so, because, you know, I, I, I call I call uh, your wife. I'm going to tell you your wife, because this is a uh-huh. husband and wife power team interview. Yes, sir. You know what I'm saying? Interview. Hear me. Hear me now. Okay? So I, I said, I said, can you send me 10 questions so I can interview you guys? 10 questions now. So I can interview you, too. Okay. Y'all. Right. Y'all. She got it right. Why? Cap. Oh, y'all. So this morning, I, I looked through it again. I went, and I called. I said, uh, I said, uh, Nikki, is your husband going to be on the call? She said, yeah. <laughs> I said, why he ain't mentioning none of the ten questions that you sent to I'm me? I'm a solid part. Hey, oh, oh, he gonna respond, Rashawn. He gonna we gonna equally respond. But guess what? You ain't got no question for me to ask him. Oh, oh, right, he right. everything: business development, strategic partnerships. I said, why I didn't get a yes, question sir. like that? Now, so that that lets me know that you are very humble. Engaged absolutely. and truly a background man. <laughs> hey, absolutely. Hey, and, and if I, you know, I always tell people uh, when I, when I introduce them to Nikki that don't, you know, that don't know us is that my wife is much more beautiful than I am. Yes, sir. So, don't be don't be alarmed. And, and so, you know, I'm happy to to have been a silent partner and to and to um, be there to support and, and think strategically and kind of logically about about the business. That she has gone out and done really incredible things. Well, you know, um, you know I, I, I've been knowing her for a minute because of the fact that yes, uh, Hopper Collins, uh, when I had Steve over there, Steve Harvey being, and we had launched out very successfully the uh, Act Like a Lady, you know, uh, Think Like a Man series that sold yes, over sir. three million copies. Uh, we had the same agent over there, I say editor, I should say, uh, Don Davis, and she told me she said, we have this, she's I, Rashawn, we have this really talented author about natural hair, you know. I'm a bald head dude, so you really, <laughs> you really ain't gonna get my attention real quick, Doc. Mm-hmm. And so she said, Rashad, could you get them on? Could you get them on our show? Can you can you help promote to get her brand out there? So that was the first time I was exposed to her, and it's been a tremendous a blessing, I would say, to have her in my life, and uh, and also to see the changes that she's made to people around the world. You know, and it's been yeah. a journey, and it's been Absolutely. amazing. And so, but she told me that you are the inspiration behind mm-hmm. CurlyNikki.com. Talk to me. Yes, sir. Yeah, yeah. And really quickly before we start, let me just mention that um, people may not know this, but at that time, you, um, I mean, you, you, Nikki reached out to you mm-hmm. um, as well, and you had responded, and, and you just were a, a great um, resource for us in general, you know, unrelated to brand promotion and stuff like that. And so if people don't know that, that, that's something people should know, is that you're pro-community and, um, you know, this is not the first time we talk. <laughs> and usually when we talk, I got questions for you and you're yes, always sir. willing to, to share, and I appreciate that. I got Let you. me tell you. Um, 
I got to. And I and I respect both for you know, the thing about it is that people ask me that and I I'll be honest with you, doing this radio show, I'm I didn't realize what I was doing. You know, I was just doing stuff out of respect, out of opportunity. You know, God has given me knowledge and information that I, I am I have to share. I have mm-hmm. to give it away. If I take it to the grave, what purpose have I served on this planet? To just Absolutely. be that selfish. And so when people ask me questions, and I mean, on the phone this weekend, it was, I get like six to seven calls a weekend from either mm-hmm. celebrities, athletes, CEOs, seeking advice, and regular people seeking advice about, mm-hmm. Rochelle, could I sign this? Could I do this? And then my wife would look at me and go, you should be charging them. You should be charging them. <laughs> I don't know why you give me that free advice. You should be charging them. I go, right. baby, baby. Which is, which is what she should say. Right? You're right, right. But, boy, she be, she be laying in that bed, man, be looking at me. Oh, oh right. you you just going to just give away some more free advice? Right, exactly. I said, baby, that's, that's, that's me. That's how I operate. Yeah. Can, can I just be yeah. me? And that's why I was just telling telling Nikki on the phone this morning, can I find out who her husband is? Yes, yeah, sir. You know. so let, me tell you, let me tell you the story. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, so we've been together for 16 years. We're, we're 34 years old. Mm-hmm. And people always hear that we've been together for so long, and they're like, when did you guys get together? And like, <laughs> you know, um, but really what happened was very simple. I went to college, and I was, you know, freshman week in college. Yes, I was sir. ready to meet everybody I could, if you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Um, and I walked past, uh, actually, uh, this very, probably the thinnest woman I've ever met in my life. <laughs> very pretty. Walked past me. And, you know, we went to a, a small school that only had, like, 100 black folks at it in the first right. place. So I'm like, she mm-hmm. didn't speak to me, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and so I was like, the next time I see her, she's going to talk to me. So, right. you know, we, we started off as friends for a month and, and been dating ever since. Right. Um, yes, sir. Um, so. You know, do you want to tell your story yeah, about I'll how to start the blog? So I had an issue with my hair. I hated it. I hated my hair when it was natural. Um, only loved myself when my hair was perfectly bone straight. And Eugene had like a 1994 Corsica at the time, so he would take me to and from St. Louis, Missouri, which was where my hairstylist was. Right. That's a three-hour trip one way. So he would take me all the way there, get my hair fresh. That's love, come dude. Back to sco- That's love. <laughs> we come back to school only for it to sweat out again because we didn't even have air conditioning in the dorm because right. we went to school a million years ago. Right. So it was just it was ridiculous. And he pulled me to the side at one point, and he's like, Nikki, you're a psychology major. You're a beautiful girl you should realize that this is an issue. You are just as beautiful with your hair uh, curly, you know, as, is, as when it's straight. And I hadn't ever heard that before, I think, verbalized. Mm-hmm. So it took me back for a minute, and then I started researching and mm-hmm. learning how to do my own hair. Up until that point, I had never even washed my own hair. I had always gone to the salon. Right. All I knew how to do was keep it straight. Right. So it was really him that took me to that place of recognition, and that led to my freedom. Um, and eventually the freedom of other women. It was also, again, his idea to actually start the blog after about five or six years of intense research and even sharing what I was learning real time with members of several forums around the web. Mm -hmm. I got very, very popular, very well known in those Mm -hmm. spaces. And Mm -hmm. Gene would get annoyed because it's like he had woken up this monster in me and he's like, Nikki, you're always on the computer. Like, what are you doing and why are we not being paid for this? (laughs) All day. We're not talking no more. Like, you're always busy. He said, why don't you start your own site and let these women come and, you know, talk to you and maybe we can make some money. And I'm like, oh, who would ever want to hear me talk about hair every day? And it took me two months to get up my courage to Mm -hmm. launch the website 
and the rest is history. It was all, it was Jean's idea to start CurlyNikki.com, and it's been an amazing resource, an amazing positive platform for so many women. What, what exactly is it? I'll tell you the little story about my daughter. My daughter, you know, mm-hmm. my wife and I, Doing it burnt all my daughter's hair out her head with the mm-hmm, perm. Mm-hmm. You know, because it was easy. You know, you go in there. Once you get that perm, you don't have to worry about it no more. And we, uh, and, and it took it took about two years to get it back right. You know what I'm saying? Oh, because, yeah. we, we, but but the reason we did it was laziness. I, I'll be honest with you. It looked cute, but it was laziness because of the fact yeah. that you could take yeah. it in there and it lasts. It was just straight. And so exactly. now you know we flat iron it out if she wants it done that way. But we don't mm-hmm. do any more perms in anymore and so i say that to say what exactly is natural hair right so natural hair is you embracing and learning to love and work with and care for your natural texture as it grows from your scalp right so actually caring for it as opposed to just maintaining it which is the way we were taught growing up even with your daughter we knew how to maintain our straight hair right never knew how to care for natural hair. Right. So it consists of going natural by either big chopping, meaning cutting off all of the relaxed hair in one fell swoop, mm-hmm. or um, just gradually transitioning, cutting off little bits at a time. Um, it sounds like that's maybe what you all do with your daughter. Yes, you go did. natural in that way. And mm-hmm. then learning to actually style and care for and love the natural hair that you have. Now, Ms. Judy, now I want to make sure. Now, when we apply a hot iron, is that still the natural way? Or we... Yes. Okay, cool. yeah, you're still natural. Um, okay. It's important to know that natural hair is very versatile. So right. you can do lots of different styles. You can blow it out. You can wear it straight. You can okay. wear it in a fro. You can wear it in a twist out. I just caution my readers. My hair is straight right now. Right. I caution my readers to use proper tools and techniques when they're doing these things so that they're, they don't land back in the same place needing to transition out of damage. Mm-hmm. Okay, because I, I really want to talk about this because because right. the word natural, just, just help me with this because I want to get the language out. I don't want to sound crazy, but, you know, that word natural means, because you see women with different styles and sometimes mm-hmm. it just looks bush. It, it just looks like just hairs on their head. It looks like it's just, <laughs> you know, it's just on their head. And so, so, and I want to, I want to get some callers there. And also, cause that might be confused. You got to look like that. That's natural. But you just told me, Rashawn, you can straighten out your hair. You can use yes. a hot iron, and that's still the natural hairstyle. Exactly. What you're saying is, like, there's there's women with relaxed hair walking around here looking crazy. Not right. done, not combed, right. not brushed. Right. There's natural hair women out here looking crazy, too. Not yes. Natural. I'm yes. talking about yes. natural hair together, you know, like caring for it, styling it. You know, that's a different whole thing, and that is natural hair. Now, natural as in, like, not manipulating it. That's right. not what we're talking about. We're still talking about style. <laughs> yeah, I, love, I, I love her. I love her. I love her, Gene, because you know, Gene, you know something? I could never have said what she said. I'd have been blasted on social yeah, media. You know, yes, you would have. She used the word manipulated. See, I would never word <laughs> manipulated. I just said that hair looking all crazy. That's what I'll be looking at. I want my daughter hair looking like that. Because, you know, really a, because, you know what you call about blasted with the natural mm-hmm. look was uh, Beyonce's daughter. Blue. Mm, oh yeah, you yeah. Know, she got blasted because her daughter hair was just 
just there, you know. And, I, and, and but they were saying that was the natural look for her daughter to sport her hair like that. And so it's really, Sorry, we have the baby. I know that, that's the that's the eight month year old that kind of popped yes. up there in your lives. I, I, see, yes. I know both of them. You know, very, very unexpected. the baby, but they happy though. Not a nanny day. They happy day. And so my whole thing is that in, in, in dealing with these different things, when I come back. I want to talk about these different strategic partnerships that you guys have created and also the brand build because it's important that everybody hear the energy between, you know, Eugene and Nikki. And that's why empowerment is important because you do win. You know, I I would not be here today if my wife didn't support me. Even Mm -hmm, I would tell you that, you know, when I was on the road telling jokes, she was in there. Looking at people's eyeballs because she was an optometrist. I wasn't making no money on the road. And so so I know that there has to be a partnership in order for this to become successful. When we come back, right. we're going to talk about these strategic partnerships and talk some more. And, again, I'm just so happy to have both of you guys on the show. And this is not the first time or the last time we're going to talk. Be right back with more Money Making Conversations with the founders of CurlyNikki.com. Hi, this is Rashawn McDonald. I'm back with Money Making Conversations on the phone. Are the founders of CurlyNikki.com. I want to say good friends because uh, I've known them for a long time now. And um, it's been special watching their growth and uh, watching their travels. <laughs> and um, they got a new one, in, new, one, new one in the fold now, eight months old. She said, Rashawn, I didn't expect this, but I'm going to get back in shape really quick. I'm going to be like Serena Williams. Ain't nobody gonna know what's happening to me. I'm just gonna have this baby. It's it, it gonna be just gonna hear some noise in the background. That's gonna they're gonna know. So happy to have back on the phone, Doctor Doctor Eugene Walton and Nikki Walton. How you doing? Yes, sir. Good, good. Thanks for having us. Well, it's great to hear. Uh, you know, I always tell people uh, when you do interviews like this, this is like. It's part of the process, you know. You you do it, you get the word out, and if you you keep layering opportunity on top of opportunity, and mm-hmm. it's not really like it's going to be a home run, you know. You, whether you do the Steve Harvey show, you do Doctor Oz, you do Rachel Ray, or you do, mm-hmm. you know, the mm-hmm. View. All this stuff you have to just continue to keep in motion. It's yep. about the marketing and the branding. What are your thoughts when I say something like that, Eugene? Um, on marketing and branding, you know, it's funny. Um, because if you if you think about what Nikki's been doing, I yes, mean, sir. this is she's nine years in at this mm-hmm. point, mm-hmm. and has more influence now than when she started. And I think one of the more interesting things that led to that was the focus, the business model that she pursued. Right. I mean, she she ran a, a consumer based or consumer focused business model, which, in case you, you know if you, anybody was listening, that's not an easy way to make money. Right. <laughs> right. Because the the commodity you're selling is objective information. Mm-hmm. And so with Nikki, it was, you know, if I, so when I say consumer base, I say the, the core idea is that however you package and sell your product does not compromise the integrity of that product in a way that would hurt the consumer. Right. And so really what she did was focus on putting on high quality content right. that spoke to um, upperly mobile, you know, ethnic, primarily black women. Right. Um, and pursuing an integrity-based model in terms of the things she promoted, and in particular the things that she passed on promoting, right. um, and the and the various monies she left on the table, and she left a lot of money on the table. Mm-hmm. Said, I, I witnessed it myself, mm-hmm. um, and was broke. Like you were, like just similar to the story you were telling. Right. Absolutely, so it meant something to me. Right? <laughs> um, but you know, she put on that high-quality content and really offered a value proposition for the for the brands that wanted to advertise and for the consumers that needed the objective information that made sense. Um, the brands got a concentrated, you know, collection of their potential consumers 
in one place mm-hmm. in a positive pro-black um, community. Mm-hmm. Um, the consumers got objective information, and we mm-hmm. were also putting on content. You know, Nikki in particular was really good at this, putting on really high-quality, you know, promotional content. So we right. did things like take our audience to the Video Music Awards and let right. them meet Kevin Hart before he went on stage, right? right? right. Um, let them, you know, we did interviews with more than 100 black female celebrities who talked exclusively about their hair and, and the struggles of being a black woman in the media and dealing with their hair. Mm-hmm. We changed um, the live events model from a hair show-based model, which has really been a, was a consumer, oh, I'm sorry, which was a, was a, a kind of professional inside industry kind right. of event, Right, you know, the, the big hair shows, natural hair, Absolutely. hair shows, mm-hmm. things like that, mm-hmm. and really turn those into consumer-based events where women really got together in lounges and bars and, and swap products and had community, and, you know, manufacturers really wanted to get in on that. So I think, you know, focusing, you know, looking for opportunities to make money while, without compromising the core product, right. which was community that she was selling, um, is, the way she, is the reason why she's relevant today. But that would be my guess. I, honestly, it's a phenomenon. I don't know why she's, a, you know, why she's been so important to black women, but I'm happy about it. I'm happy that we were able to do something you know, great for the community, I think. Cool. This is my segue into the, the acknowledgement of her success. Black Enterprise named her one of the web's most influential voices, and Essence named her among their top 35 and under, young, black, and amazing. When you get these accolades, the accolades like these, Nikki, because I know, you know, you, you own these different shows, you know, you do you, you feel you, you want your own show? You want to just be able to promote your own voice? What, what's the goal? What's the next steps with you, Nikki? You know, I am, I have lots of ideas for what the next step is. However, I'm also, I believe that I'm being um, like divinely guided. Yes, I ma'am. did not know that CurlyNikki.com was going to become what it became. Right. You know, I was doing it because it felt good. Mm-hmm. Um, and I believe that money comes, like, you know, that supply comes when you're doing something mm-hmm. that is coming from that place. So you're providing a service for people. Mm-hmm. I believe that I'm being used in many ways. Mm-hmm. And I can't wait to see what the next iteration of that is. You know, I still love talking about hair, but I have other passions that I would like to flesh out a bit more. I'll be calling you soon to talk about that. I know, <laughs> but, that's um, right. And I'll be picking up the <laughs> yeah, phone. Yeah, no. <laughs> yes, yes, and fussing at me. But I love being on the shows. I have another series of Dr. Oz appearances coming up, you know, and it's really fun, but I know that I have more to offer, too. And, that, and that's, that's just finding your voice, and I, and I think that's really key, is just finding your voice. Mm-hmm, and definitely. Just like Max, he got a voice, you know what I'm saying? Yes. Yeah. 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 Everybody yeah. knows. And, uh, and so the thing about it, tell us about some of the uh, some of the upcoming projects. I see the L'Oreal sponsored books. You already mentioned yes. the Dr. Oz appearances. Mm-hmm. Uh, just just tell us what's going in the pipeline right now. Right. So the L'Oreal book was actually very very special. I actually um, was offered another book by Harper Collins, but decided to offer this book to the audience for free as a way to give back. Mm. Obviously, I made money because I I sold it to L'Oreal. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. But it was a really awesome promotional um, tool, even though the book itself was not promotion. The book was an actual real book. There was no, you know, commercials in my book. It was all my words. Nothing was bought. It was Mm. an amazing, mutually beneficial uh, partnership. Mm and it's still available for free right now on www.darkandlovely.com backslash Nikki Walton. Also, I have been trying to convince my husband for the last four years since we moved to D.C. 
to direct his full attention on digital marketing. Mm-hmm. And he's finally done that. This year has been a major, major, major shift, a major change. So mm-hmm. he's going to... Yeah, so I actually left teaching. Uh, I was teaching at, I taught at Penn State for three years. I taught political science, and I taught at American University down here in uh, D.C. I taught statistics, so I'm also a quantitative methodologist by training. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, and, and I love teaching. I love teaching. I love everything about working with students. Right. Hated everything about the industry <laughs> itself. <laughs> so, you know, so she finally, you know, convinced really me that. Good at digital marketing. Yeah. And, and, also, and while this was happening, you know, we would, we would, whenever I had time off, which was every winter and every summer, we would do our big marketing kind of initiative. So, you know, I'm going to do it. I'm fleshing out my team right now. And we're, I have a, a, a select group of, of clients, mostly black-owned startup businesses actually here in the DMV right. um, that I work with now. But I'm going to open this up and do search engine optimization. All the people that are in the marketing world know this stuff, and this is all well-worn territory at this point. But that's what I'm doing. I'm, I'm going full-time into marketing, and um, I'm excited. You know what's funny? I'm scared. And that's the best time. Well, I'm going to just tell you something. I always tell people when you are afraid, it's the right move. Because you're being pushed out of your comfort zone. And Mm -hmm. fear, people use the word fear. People use the word selfish incorrectly, as far as I'm concerned. Because you have to be selfish to, to deny other things in life in order to be successful. I know for a fact that I selfishly... You know, when my family was living, I selfishly was living in New York. I was selfishly living in L.A. and, mm-hmm. and denied my daughter an opportunity to see her dad on a daily basis. But I was there as much as I could, but I knew the bigger upside was that if I became successful, it could change our lives financially, and it did. Absolutely. You know, mm-hmm. yeah. I, now every time when I moved to New York, I was afraid. I moved to Chicago with the talk show, I was afraid. I moved to uh-huh. L.A., I was afraid. Because there's so much uncertainty, and people... Mm-hmm. People just deny themselves so much from fear. Mm-hmm. They stay at regular jobs and they don't like them because they're afraid to find a new job or somebody may not hire them or they might go to a new job and they might close or they might get mm-hmm. fired or they don't know anybody over there. So that's mm-hmm. that's the part of the game that I really respect in my relationship with Nikki over the years and hearing you going out on this new digital platform is that call me, my friend. I'm going to say my friend because that's what I built this show on. And I may have mm-hmm. some opportunities going on because I just, a lot of people know in the media, I, I just closed this uh, uh, Air Force, uh, excuse me, uh, Air National Guard uh, uh, deal for three years. Oh, yeah. We're you know, handling all the branding Ooh. and marketing and retention and retreat for 50 states. Our headquarters, yes, sir, our headquarters is going to, one of our headquarters will be in the D.C. market. And so, so it's important that you, you get that digital thing together and reach out to me. And that's all this is about. It's about Absolutely. gathering information and, and, and combining it. So, so this started out as a casual conversation. Now it's a money-making conversation. Exactly. <laughs> and that's what it's that's all great. about. That's actually great to hear, you know, talking to somebody like you. I mean, I think the first time I talked to you, you were already two Emmys in, I think. At yes, sir. I mean, I think you might have been doing things like a man. <laughs> right. And, you know, so, so to hear somebody say, you know, who, who was at a completely different level than you would say, hey, you know, I'm nervous or I'm scared of, uh, to do things and, and really to see how, even what you're doing now, I love it. You know, so it's really great to hear that. I take a lot of inspiration and encouragement from watching folks like yourself. So here, we're um, about to close out this interview. Nikki, you got you to be in touch with me so we can really get rebalanced, find out where you're going so we can get everything structured. Now, now, Doc, you know, first yes, of all, sir. I appreciate you, Nittany Lions fans, and James Franklin, the head coach over there, number two <laughs> in the country. Proud of you right now. It wore all white this weekend and beat up on Michigan. 
Now, okay. <laughs> now, now on this digital, my friend, on this digital, I really want you to, I don't know where you're at on that, but I feel mm-hmm. they can play an important role in what I'm trying to reach is that millennial market. Oh, absolutely. Yes, Gen Z market, 18 to 34. And oh, yeah. I'm trying to get there. That is my plan. I'm putting it out in cyberspace to you. Give me oh, a presentation, yeah. my friend. Give me Let's a presentation, talk. okay? Again, because, uh, that, that's where everything is going. So we'll definitely talk. About it. I appreciate you. Again, I'm on the phone with the founders, husband and wife team of CurlyNikki.com. Uh, you can hear this show again, play back on iHeartRadio podcast. Just go to iHeartRadio and type in Money Making Conversations. Nikki Walton, Dr. Eugene Walton, thank you for calling yes. my show. Yes, sir. Thank <laughs> Thanks you. for coming. Great talking to you, bro. Appreciate you. We'll be back with more. My man, Orange Checkmate Hudson, coming right up on Money Making Conversations. Be right back. I'm back, Money Making Conversations, hosted by me, Rashawn McDonald. You can be, wow, did I just stutter? Call me, 832-230-5592. That's 832-230-5592. This is Rashawn McDonald, the host of Money Making Conversations. Let's get started with our next guest. My next guest is a true motivator. He's a former small-time crook, gang member, state trooper, Air Force veteran, and world-renowned chess champion. He's the author of the number one Amazon best-selling book, One Move at a Time, How to Win at Chess in Life. Please welcome to Money Making Conversation, Orrin Checkmate Hudson. <laughs> Mr. Hudson, how you doing? Mr. Hudson. Yes, sir. They, uh, how you doing? Oh, they had can you hear me? They, yeah, I can hear you now. They're pressing the wrong buttons up here, Robert, over here, pressing all the wrong buttons, man, talking about you on the call. and I'm I'm, I'm laying <laughs> out that great interview and this great intro. I'm going to tell you something, man. You know, you just can't hire your cousins, man. Don't hire family, brother. You know, mm. I'm claiming them as family because otherwise I have to get rid of them. Mm. <laughs> how you doing, Mr. Hudson? Oh, like I say, the best day of my life. I get to talk to some brilliant people and connect with you. It's always a good thing. Well, I want to. I know I wanted. To, uh, I, I mentioned in the intro about uh, small time crook, gang member, mm-hmm. state trooper, Air Force veteran, and world renowned chess champion. Mm-hmm. Can can we go through each layer so we can tell people yes. about this journey as to how we on the phone today? Where, yes, are you, sir, where, where, I, where are you originally from? Where are you originally from? Birmingham, Alabama. I was uh, I was in a family. I have I have twelve brothers and twelve. I mean, six brothers and six sisters. So I have it's thirteen of us all together. Mm-hmm. My sister had a child, so it was about fourteen of us in the house at one time. And a guy came to me and said, um, "If you want to have all these goodies that I got, he came in the little box of honey buns." And, snacks and stuff like that. He said, if you want to have this, you got to do what we say do. And I said, okay, I'm in. Mm-hmm. So I was somewhat of a gang member walking around, breaking in bread, cookie trucks, and stealing snacks out of them uh, to provide for the family at home. And I come home with a box of all kind of goodies. And uh, I was somewhat the hero for the family. Okay, cool. Now, is that the small-time crook or the gang member? Which one is that? That's the phone. That's the phone. T- that's a combination of both. That's both. I was Following, following the wrong people, doing the wrong things, and just uh, making some bad choices. Now, how long did you make those bad choices, and who snapped you out of those bad choices? Well, a white teacher by the name of James Edge pulled me to the side and taught me chess and kind of broke the cycle of, of taking and changed the cycle from taking to giving and serving other people. 
So he taught me chess and to think things through. Don't do the first thing that pops in your head. Right, right. And that's what that's what that's the one of the true components of chess, right? Yes, sir. Okay, you got to think things through because one move could cost you the game. Okay, now okay, we got people out there go. What about dominoes? What about checkers? Well, checkers is okay, but yes. it's not as complicated and yes, complex. Sir. Life is complex. So chess and life are alike in that you got black and white. Checkers, there's no queen on the board. Right. Chess, the queen is on the board, and she's seven times more powerful than the king. Right. Just like in life. Absolutely, absolutely. And when they want, they want to know. They want to know what women shopping. They want to know what television shows women are watching. They want to know what exactly. women are buying. What are they thinking? The world is wrong. Women make all the decisions. Absolutely. Basically. And so that's where the whole thought process of chess comes in. Okay, so so now you ran into this, this gentleman. He changed your life, taught you chess. Now, how did you become a state trooper? I, uh, like I say, I became a state, Alabama state trooper, applied, and uh, I, I never forget because the guy said it was 600 people took the test. Yes, sir. And the instructor said, listen, there's 600 of you guys taking the test. we only going to hire 100. So we're going to take the the top 100 test scores, and we're going to work from there. Mm -hmm. So I tell kids all the time, make sure you get the education, because if you don't, if you don't score high on an exam, guess what? you out. Right. So you got to be able to provide, you know, and, and do well and score well. So I, you know, I, was, I think I was number 33, so I was in. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. So, so, so we we went from a small time crook slash gang member. Now you're a state trooper. Now military yes, came into your life. Air Force veteran. How important was that role? Well, the Air Force is very important because you know you got to uh, serve our country and we got to try to do what we can to help others. And uh, the military and the state trooper is basically the same: serve and protect. But I, I, I really. I really, I'm really inspired by what I do now, which is teaching young people brains before bullets and, and think it out and don't shoot it out. That's the main message I want to get out to our young people, that there's a better way to choose peace instead of violence. But all that's part of your journey, though. That's why I wanted to make sure that, you know, because, you know, you're such a good speaker and you're such a good motivator. I just wanted to hear people on my show that I brought you back to tell your story because that story locks down why you have this passion, why you can, because as a state trooper, you've seen violence. You've seen that journey, that note, that dead-end journey for so many youths that you're trying to save today. And then when you went into the military, that was a great option, but that still is tied to violence. And so those two levels uh, focused you now to what you are, a world-renowned, a world-renowned chess player. Yeah, well, and mostly what I do is I teach children. Chess is about studying what works. Right. If you stu if you study what works, okay, and if you do what works, you'll you'll win. You'll win the game of life. But you got to study what works. That's all chess is: pattern recognition. Once you know the pattern, you can plan, you can prepare, you can position, and you can predict. But chess is nothing but recognizing patterns, learn from every decision that you make, mm -hmm. and don't make the same mistake twice. Make the same mistake twice because chess don't, will, don't make the same mistake twice. That's what I'm saying because chess won't allow you that option. Well, you got to learn. Okay, if you don't learn, if you get checkmated on this game, then don't do that same move. You know, got to make smart moves. 
It's mm-hmm. like watching a movie. Right, right. You watch a movie, you know how it ends. Right. So, hey, we ain't doing that. <laughs> so We ain't getting in that cab. That cab hit the car land in that movie. They ain't doing that. Now, now, this all led to your foundation, Be Someone, correct? Yes, sir, Be Someone. Now, now, yep. it's, it, 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 and I hope you see what I'm doing with this journey. Because in order to tell your story, you know, you know, because I know you quick to just motivate. Should I come up with the? But we got another, we got another break. We're gonna do all that too. But I try to with the show now is, is is have a conversation with everybody, and in that conversation that you have with a person like you, you know, with a brand so unique, and Chest is a unique brand, and a lot of people don't understand why there's value and business in it, and education in it, and life in it, and be someone. It's the focus, it's the, it's the basis of why you are who you are, correct? Exactly. And chess is the game of life because it's black and white, and black and white is the same. Don't play the blame game, play the win. And it teaches you this is a powerful lesson. Mm-hmm. You have everything you need to succeed. You have your mind, you have your ability, you have your talent, and you have time. You could do, no one's better than you, and you're no better than anyone else. Use what you have to get what you want. That's chess. That's life. And that's what that, that, that now. When did when did you find be someone? I found to be someone in uh, May May twentieth, two thousand. Seven people were shot in a robbery for two thousand dollars in Queens, New York. And I said to myself, "Evil prevails when good people do nothing." So I started a crime prevention program called Be Someone. May twenty May tw- May twenty fourth, two thousand to teach people to think it out instead of shoot it out, and also to teach people to cash in knowledge, attitude, skills, and habit. Get this cash, because once you get this cash, this cash is king. Wow. We're going to be right back with more of my man, Mr. Hudson. Call him Checkmate. Uh, talking about life-changing, using the, using the game. And it may be simple to others. It may be complicated to others. But it's a game of life that teaches you don't make the same mistake. Why keep doing the same mistake over and over again? And that's what people keep doing. They keep going to work at the same job over and over again. Keep complaining about the same situation over and over again. Or keep dealing with the same relationship over and over again. It's all complaints. And my man, Mr. Hudson, Checkmate Hudson, will tell you how to get through it. We'll be right back with more money-making conversation. Don't go nowhere, Mr. Hudson. We're going to be right back, my friend. Hi, this is Rashawn McDonald. I'm back with more money-making conversation. It's a show that allows you to listen to industry decision makers, CEOs, small businesses, and celebrities as they tell you the secrets to success, motivate you to win, take you down a lane of a lane of knowledge that you may not have been aware of. Or guess what? You knew it. Just a refresher course. On the phone right there, Mr. Orrin, Checkmate Hudson. How you doing, Orrin? Oh man, like I say, I'm just. Thank God I'm here with you. Today is the best day of my life. I get to hang out with Dr. McDonald. He's all that and a bag of chips. <laughs> my man, here's the deal. You started in 2000, and you've trained over 55,000 students. Mm-hmm. My goal is a million, so I have a long way to go. I'm in L.A. right now training kids and some adults, teaching them how to think and don't do the first thing that pops in your head. The first thing that pops in your head is usually a trap. So I teach six magic words. It starts with a T. Very powerful. Take time to think things through. Is this true? Is this honest? Is this the best move I can make? Make every move your best move. 
Now, when you say you're in L.A. training, tell me how did that come about and what exactly is the training? Tell us how it came about. You got your well, job, and what is the training that you're doing? Well, I'm, I'm, I, every time I speak, I get people that I spoke for the Chamber of Commerce, uh, the California Chamber of Commerce, mm -hmm. and I did a lunching there, and then 400 people there, whatever. And then a lot of people came up on one of my business cards, so it just it just snowballs into that. And I, I get speaking opportunity, and then you know, Disney called me. Then the next thing you know, uh, Jane Fonda called me. Then the next thing you know, Tyler Perry called me. Then the next thing you know, uh, Disney called I mean, just people call me because oh, oh, I'm, oh, I'm going to give you so much oh, oh, value. Stop, 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 or stop. You just going to throw out Jane Fonda name like uh, that's regular, huh? <laughs> You're just going to throw out Tyler Perry's name like that's regular, huh? He just had the number one movie at the box office, Boo 2. Now, you, you ain't going to do me like that, Mr. Hudson. You ain't going to call my show and act like these just regular folks. Did you throw it out like my cousin well, next door just pumping gas put, in my car? That means well, you have a... Thank God. That means that there, thank God. there are people who feel that you make an impactful difference in people's lives, okay. man. And that's why well, I, 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 owe, I owe a lot of that to you, my brother. You kind of open a lot of doors up for you myself. Now you 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 bring a, you bring a <laughs> lot to the table. You know, you said something I'll never forget. You said, you know what? You people pay you to use your mind, and you use your mind to solve problems. And I honor you for saying that because that's basically what I'm about. Yes, sir. Teaching young people to get your head in the game. The only thing that can take you to your goals is your head. Yes, sir. And that's absolutely true. And that's why, you know, the thing I like about our conversations is that, you know, you are you are a motivator and you are a person that stays in in front of people. I always tell people to be successful or to be, make your competition aware of who you are. I always tell people stay, it's, a, it's a driving technique of staying in front of somebody's bumper. See, if your car is in front of the bumper of your competitor, that means you're in front of them, and they got to figure out how to get around you. So your whole goal, the motivation, is to stay in front of them. And so that's exactly. what you've done, you know, whether, whether inviting you out to the Steve Harvey camp or seeing you in New York and you said, Rashawn, you're always telling me, Rashawn, I'm doing this. Rashawn, I can do this for you. You're always pitching, pitching positive angles because in the end, you're, you're, peach, you're teaching things to us that we would ignore if you didn't pitch it to us. You know, you know what I'm saying? Because, because, you know, chess is a game that few people recognize outside of it being a board game. And you're telling us, Rashawn, stop the madness. Chess is a game of life. Board, playing on a board is just one of the techniques. But if you take those same principles and apply it to your small business, if you take the same principles and apply it to your, if you're a student in college, if you take those same principles and apply it in your relationship, it all works, correct? Exactly. And, you know, that you have everything you need to win. You know, don't play the blame game, play the win. You have, you know, you can do this, you can do it here, and you can do it now. Surround yourself around people who can elevate your game. If you don't know how to play chess, just hang with me. Come to my free workshop I'm doing on December 21st. Okay. It's going to be free food, free training, free everything. Come and learn from me. I'm going to draw back the curtains, and I'm going to show you how I beat one of the top Russian grandmasters in the world. Okay, now I'm gonna show okay, you how okay, I did that. Okay, I'm, gonna show, I'm gonna pull back the curve. Checkmate. I'm check checkmate. Hold up now. You said the word free. You said December twenty first, right? Right. Free okay. food, free, free training, free everything, free parking, everything's free. Where though? 
where though? So you got to be at the. It's going to be at the Stone Mountain Event Center, mm-hmm. uh, uh, and uh, seventeen fifty Stone Stone Crest Drive. But it's going to be on my website on my Facebook page. I have in a Atlanta, flyer. Georgia. That's the key. Is it yep. Atlanta, Stone Georgia? Mountain. It's actually it's actually in Stone Mountain, Stone Ridge Event Center. Mm-hmm. It's going to be from seven p.m. to nine thirty at night. It's going to be Thursday night life skill chess. Now, let me just how help to get in the game, how to think things through. Stone Mountain is right. It's really Atlanta, Georgia. See, he wants to ride on that yeah. Stone Mountain. See, I'm a promoter. See, that's what I do. See, he's brilliant at this chess and changing your life. I'm <laughs> brilliant at telling you how to get there. Oh, I, I told him Atlanta, you. Georgia. No, it's Stone Mountain. Don't be arguing with me. Uh, you're right. Atlanta, right, Georgia. Right, See, if you if you listen to my show in Birmingham or Macon or Columbia, South Carolina or Charlotte, you may not know where Stone Mountain, Georgia at. But you exactly. definitely know where Atlanta, Georgia is at. And mm-hmm. now, tell us about your website, how, the name of your website, so we can go there and get some information. There you go. BeSomeone.org is a website. I came up with the name BeSomeone because Abraham Lincoln, his mother, her last words on the planet before she died to Abraham was Be Someone. Mm-hmm. And even though Abraham had failed eight times running for public office, he took those two words, Be Someone, and became 16 president of the United States. All I'm doing now is empowering our young people to be someone, be all God created you to be, and never settle for less than you can be. Wow. So you, you, used, a, you used a quick example of failure, overcoming failure, and that's really what it's about, really. I, I know that when I go through my life, when I go through life, I always, I always tell my daughter, look, I have failed in life. I would remind her, I, I, if you go through my college transcript, you might see my name on different plaques around the University of Houston and all that stuff. You might see my name on scholarship programs and, and being honored. I have an F on my transcript at the University of Houston in physics. And that's important to let people know that there is failure, but failure doesn't need to, it's not the way to stop you. It will not stop you if you unless you give it power. And that's what exactly. you were just saying all the time. Every time I talk to you, Checkmate, every time I talk to you, you're always talking about moving forward, moving forward, taking the next step up the stairway. Mm-hmm. You know, not the ever Bible stopping. Says, but people the stop Bible themselves says, all the time, and that makes me mad. Exactly. The Bible says a good man will fall down seven times, get back up eight. So make it okay to fail. There's no such thing as failure. It's only information, and every master was once a disaster. Failure makes you better. I went to the World Open, and I'll never forget, in Philadelphia, I flew to the World Open, and I lost my first game. I went there, I lost my second game, lost my third, lost eight straight games. Wow. And But that's okay. It makes me better. And one of the dudes that beat me, I, I played. I, I went back, and I said, oh, okay, and I, I he beat me, and I thought, okay. And I beat him the next time I came back. And I, and I realized that failure makes you better. Mm-hmm. And, then, you and, know, you still- and, and you got to embrace failure. Every disappointment is a blessing. Life, this game is fixed. This game is fixed in your favor. This life is fixed in your favor. Every disappointment is a blessing. Every disappointment puts you on the right path to where you need to be. Oprah Winfrey beat out um, uh, Oprah Winfrey. Was beat. I mean, I'm, I'm sorry. Her name is um, what's the channel two? Uh, Monica Pearson. Monica Pearson beat out Jane Pauley and Oprah Winfrey to, to get the channel two spot for the job in channel two. But that just 
she just got beat. It, it made her better. Mm-hmm. It made her okay. I lost that. Uh, I had to get back. I had to get better and go back. So, but but Monica Pearson, I love her, and I was on her show. But she beat out Jane Pauley and Oprah Winfrey. So everybody's gonna fail. Embrace failure. Failure is your friend. <laughs> well, I would tell you this: Monica Pearson is uh, a very popular anchor woman in Atlanta, Georgia. See, I got to talk to Checkmate because he be talking like we just broadcasting in Atlanta on here. He act like we ain't on national or nothing like that. So I just got to clear up a lot of his conversation, let everybody know. <laughs> you know, Channel 2, Channel 2, now, Channel 2 in Houston, Texas, NBC. Channel 2 in, in New York City is CBS. So you need to know what's going on. Channel 2 in Atlanta, Georgia is CBS. So people just don't know. You should be throwing out that information. I mean, ABC is in uh, Atlanta, Georgia. So when you say all these success stories, and I'm going to just tell people this. Failure is the best motivation in the world. But mm. what you cannot do with failure is accept it as a final choice, your final option. And whenever I talk to you, and this is about businesses that open wrong. They fail because they don't do what they're supposed to. They don't plan like you're talking about in the game. And I'm just letting you guys know that when I bring guests like Oren on my show, you might go, oh, he's talking about chess. They ain't got nothing to do with me. It does. It's about planning. It's about seeing the thoughts out, not making the first move, thinking through the thought process, understanding that these patterns for success have to be worked out. They have to be detailed. You, if you fail, don't walk away thinking it's the end of the world. That is what this interview is about. It's, it's about recognizing patterns. Pattern recognition Woo! allows you to plan. I'm, tr- I'm, I'm trying, or I'm trying to get them there, man. I'm trying to get them. It, I'm it, using it, all kinds of techniques. I to get win them there. all the time because of the pattern. Here's the main pattern of to put money in anybody's pocket. If you, if you listen to this, you'll make a million dollars. Yes, sir. The pattern that you do to put money in your song, it comes from the song. Is by the average white man. It says it's worth a billion dollars, maybe maybe more than that. It says the average white man's song. It says the sooner you give, the sooner you get to have a love of your own. The sooner you give, the sooner you get to have. Just be a giver. You cannot get in trouble for giving. You only can get a re- get in trouble for taking. Yes, sir. So just be a giver, and the sooner you give, the sooner you get to have. Well, I tell you, that's what money-making conversation is all about, because I'm here to give, man. And on the, before we go, you're being honored on November 18th, correct? Yeah, being honored on November 18th, but now... Put in Atlanta, Georgia. Show, uh, in Atlanta, Georgia. In Atlanta, Georgia, at the Hyatt. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, at the Hyatt Regency, and being honored there. But I got some better news than that. Yes, sir. Uh, in, in 2018, it'll be honored, and uh, Michelle Obama going to be there. So that's maybe even better, but it's all good. Either way. <laughs> My man, I want to thank you as always. You're regular on my show. You know that now. And I want to thank you for saying nice things about me. And all. But more importantly, I want to thank you for being a giver because you understand the principles of success are tied to how much you give, not how much you take. Correct? Exactly. Be a server, serve people. Jesus said, uh, if you want to be great, you got to be a giver. And the greatest among you shall be the servant of them all. So serve people, give first, give in advance, and walk away. Because God is love, and love means to give without expecting anything in return. Before we go, give out that website one more time. December 21st. www.besomeone.org. I'm going to be uh, getting an award on November 18th at the High Regency. Um, probably can Google me and it come up, but God is good. And then also December 21st, I'm going to be doing a free workshop, free food, free parking, free training. 
get in a game like this chestnut checkers. My cat can play checkers, so we got to change the game. <laughs> I am a game changer. All right, my brother. I'll talk to you soon, my friend. Love you. We'll be right back with more money-making conversation. Hi, this is Rashawn McDonald back with Money Making Conversation. Before we get to Big Six Barbecue and my nephew, that's my nephew. I'm going to be just nepotism now. I'm going to take care of my family. I want to talk to my man Zante. You calling in about those Prairie View and them homecoming tickets? Yes, sir. Trying to set my homecoming out. Come on now. The, what are the colors, the colors, the school colors of Prairie View and them? Royal purple and gold. Omega Sci Fi, baby. Cute to the day I die. Come on now. Come on. That's all right, brother. But you got them homecoming tickets. That's all you need to know, brother. Thank you for calling, my friend. And they got all your information already, correct? Yes, sir. Well, you enjoyed this game this weekend. I appreciate you calling in on Money Making Conversation. And my man, keep winning, okay? Yes, sir. All day. Thank you. Okay. Let's go on to my next interview on Money Making Conversation. My next guest is a United States Army veteran and the owner of Big Six Barbecue. He's my nephew. Please welcome to Money Making Conversation, LeJohn Domino Stewart. Hey, hey, what's going on? Hey, my man. You know, you was at the house yesterday. We were talking about business plans. So, you know, we be in the mix on a regular basis about this business. So, before we get started, you know, you have a very successful business called Big Six Barbecue. How was it affected by Hurricane Harvey? Um, uh, we was, we was uh, hurt. Tremendously. Um, actually, uh, my whole trailer was total out. Um, storm ripped back my roof, and water uh, just came in through the roof and total out everything, all my equipment, all my supplies. So I pretty much lost my whole trailer. Now, what did you do smart here in this whole process? You know, what were the smart things that you did to help you to recover? Uh, first of all, um, I would like to give thanks to God. Without him, none of this would be possible. Um, mm-hmm. And as well, to you as, as being my mentor, I, I gave you a call first, you know, and because uh, I, I didn't know what it turned about. It took me nearly two weeks to, to realize that, hey, you know what, you're in a si- situation. You you know, you've been a victim of this the disaster as well. So uh, I reached out to you, but you gave me a, some great ideas and points, and uh, I went ahead and applied for the SBA loan. Right, but you did something smart before that. You had insurance. Oh yes, most definitely. I had insurance. I, uh, anybody, if you're going into a business, <laughs> you, you, you want to protect your assets. You know, and that's one thing that I wanted to do is protect my access assets. So I uh, had insurance, which uh, I was covered on that. So um, I'm just at the waiting period right now to see uh, you know how my case is going to resolve at the end. But also, but you're not waiting. That's why you also applied for the SBA disaster loan, correct? Yes, sir, I did. I applied for that because um, I didn't know this, this, this process was going to take this long. Uh, just took some extra steps uh, just, just in case. Right. Uh, just to get my process rolling. Because uh, uh, if not, uh, I'll just be sitting here waiting and nothing never happen. Yeah, so it means being proactive is the key in this conversation, correct? Oh, most definitely. You have to. Uh, you can't just stop and just give up. Uh, you have to keep on uh, pushing because uh, uh, you have people out there that's uh, looking forward to want, who wants your product. So you got to keep on uh, supplying that. Well, let's talk about that product, man. That barbecue. Okay, let me tell you something about it. He know I love the rib tips. I love the brisket. 
I love, man, I love uh, the link sausage. I love the uh, peach cobbler. I love the potato salad. I love the baked beans with the meat in it. The baked beans with the meat. In it. See, I'm telling you, sir, you know, I'm saying all these things because he brought none of that by my house yesterday. <laughs> so when he walked in the door, I was he brought he brought macaroni and cheese, he brought the yams, and he brought deep fried turkey. Now, all that was good, but he didn't bring none of the stuff that I mentioned. So I was looking at him across the table, just staring at him. Oh, this is good, ain't it? I go, Yeah, it's good. But I show so next time he come by my house. And he tell me he going to bring some food. I'm going to have to ask him what he going to bring. Because what he ain't going to do is come by my house and frustrate me with alternative good food. I want the food that I was like, man, I'm going to get that potato salad. I'm going to get them baked beans. I'm going to get that white bread. He ain't bring no white bread. He ain't bring no white bread. <laughs> I was struggling looking at him. But, you know, his beautiful wife was there. My wife was there, so I sustained his business partner, CMO was there, so I sustained myself and kept calm. But I'm going to tell you something. You come by my house one more time, and you don't have baked beans with the little meat in it, and then that potato salad that I don't know how you make it, but you make it, and that peach cobbler, and, you know, with the, with the crust in there, when you dig in there, you get some peaches, and you got the syrup around it, and you got the crust on top of it. Man, and them rib tips that when you crunch down on it, you feel just a little bone, but you crush that gristle anyway, and you just go make it happen. And those ribs and that link. And then, boy, your wife had told you how to do that chicken now. Woo! <laughs> your wife had told you how to do that chicken now. I'm just telling y'all, folks, I'm in dreamland. But he didn't bring none of that by my house yesterday. He didn't bring none of that by. So let's talk about these deep fried turkeys that you got coming out. For the month of November. Tell us about that because that's awesome because I ate some of it yesterday. Well, I mean, yes, uh, you got right now you can pre order uh or you go to website to our website which is uh barbecue. that's B I G the number six B L R B Q U E dot com and you can on right now order pre order online. Uh, from uh, fried turkey or smoked turkey, mm-hmm. uh, with the turkey being injected with butter, uh, occasion uh, injection. So uh, right now we're just we're pushing the turkeys for the holidays. We know that's coming up, and we just know a lot of people are busy, too busy to do things, and we want to bring that traditional wonderful bird onto your your table for your family, and you don't have to worry about anything. Now, if you don't want to go to the website, call this number seven one three. Five three zero eight two six eight. That's seven one three five three zero eight two six eight. They inquire about you know deep fried turkey. You know, don't you go out there outside your house, drop that turkey in there, and it fall over and burn down your house, or you scald the dog, <laughs> or you or they fall on your feet, and then you cripple for the rest of your life because you out there trying to deep fry a turkey. I've seen it all happen. Just go to the website. Type in deep fried turkey disasters, and it's like a show of ignorance. <laughs> and so this man is a professional. So before you jump out there and just try to inject these good, God, no, I'm telling you, man, I know my people. People listen to me. Oh, I can do that myself. Be over there, got a beer in one hand, and 10 gallons of hot grease, peanut oil grease in the other. And then set it outside. It's kind of on some dirt. So really, 
if that if that, if that if that if that if that weight hits a little soft spot, it's gonna start leaning. So they ain't gonna notice the lean, or if they notice the lean, it's all good, it's all good. Until somebody walk by there and bump it, then the turkey in the ground, you got dirt on the turkey. But what they're gonna do, they're gonna get the water hose and try to clean off the turkey. Now, this is what you do at Big Six. You call Big Six Barbecue. And he's going to take care of you. Here's the number one more time. 713-530-8268. Now, I want to just let everybody know. I, I brought up the fact that you remember, you are, you always will be a member. You're a veteran of the United States Army. And so, but you have something called a disabled veteran-owned small business. What exactly is that? Uh, that that's correct. Um, I'm certified a service-disabled veteran-owned small business. Basically, uh, it means that I... I I can have uh, I'm set up to be, have government uh, contracts. Mm -hmm. so anything you that's involved with the government, yes, sir. I'm satisfied to do it. And that's where you're headed in your life, you know, to, oh, yes, as sir. a small business to be able to start expanding. You you got one trailer. We're gonna get past this Hurricane Harvey. You know, we got a plan. We getting past this. And when you get back up, trailer gonna be brand new. When is the trailer gonna open up? Any time frame? Yes, sir. We, we're looking at the time frame of December, December the 13th to be reopened back at uh, 9907 Highway 6. Mm -hmm. um, we're going to be reopened then as well in uh, J January 2018. We're going to do a grand opening. Right. And if people want to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, they can and, and keep up in the loop uh, what's going on with Big Six Barbecue. Mm -hmm. They can. So let me ask you this now. You a preferred vendor? I'm asking you a question now. You a preferred vendor for the Houston Texans? Yes, sir. We we are. We are a preferred vendor for the Houston Texans football games. Uh, we're, we're set up uh, right there on the blue lot mm -hmm. uh, between the Astrodome and the uh, NRG Stadium. Mm -hmm. We call it uh, the Fan Fest, which uh, people can bring their family uh, there and uh, enjoy some activities before they go into the game and get some reasonable prices for their food. Now, you just said that like that was just like everybody got a little place out there. See, I, I'm going to get on just like I got on Orrin Hudson when he was hollering out Jane Fonda and Tyler Perry. This is the Houston Texans now. You prefer vendor. Big Six Barbecue. Little old my nephew. United States Army veteran. Prefer vendor? You prefer vendor for the Houston Texans? True blessing. And what's that number again? They got to call to get them them deep fried turkeys that you inject with that butter. And that, if they want the butter, they can get that Cajun injection too. Come on now. Yes, sir. Yeah, the number is 713-530-8268. And like I said, you can go to the website as well and pre-order, place your order for the turkeys. Uh, and that website is www.big, the number six. B-A-R-B-Q-U-E.com. My man, I want to thank you. Of course, I'm going to see you this weekend coming up because we got to get this plan in place for this reopening, get these budgets together. Everything's awesome. Uh, I love you. I'm proud of you. Hey man, you know, um, but you know, if you come by my house next weekend, you can't. I have a real for you. Okay. I have a real for you. you know what you got to have, my little nephew. I have a real for you. If you don't have that, I don't have a dog, but I'm going to find somebody's dog in the neighborhood and sick them on you. All right. 
I love you, man. Stay strong. Again, Big Six Barbecue, that hotline number, 713-530-8268. 713-530-8268. Actually, that's his cell phone. The man trying to get, he wants you to call him right now. Hey, brother, you stay strong. We talk next week. Bless you, my friend. Cool. Hi, this is Rashawn McDonald. Welcome back to Money Making Conversation, broadcasting live from Houston, Texas on 1480. You can also hear my show on the very popular iHeartRadio podcast. Just go iHeartRadio, type in the search column Money Making Conversation, and you will hear all the shows that have been on Money Making Conversation, including this show. And also break them down into little second segment interviews so you can hear them special and just pass them around and share them and all that good stuff. But my guest today, I'm excited. I'm excited about all my guests, but in the literary world, you know, I'm a writer. I'm a sitcom writer. So that is nowhere close to what these two people do. And they are a power couple. When I say power couple, New York Times labeled them as the most successful literary couple in America. And they're doing everything to maintain that title. Please welcome to Money Making Conversation, Ashley and Jaquavis Coleman. Hey, how you doing, my brother? Pleasure to be on. Hi, well, how are you? Thanks for having us. First of all, thank you. Because, um, I, I, you know, I read the book. Tell you, I read the book, The Cartel 7, Roundtable of the Bosses. And the thing about it is that, you know, if you want to quiz me, you know, you can quiz me. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we don't know about CJ, Mo. You know, we can't go in details, but I know Breeze. You can tell me, I tell you oh, yeah. where they've been, they been in jail. I can tell you about the Dominican Republic. I'm just throwing <laughs> out some stuff to let them know I know. You, you know, know what I'm saying? You know. you know, you want to talk about that drug? Want to talk about my man Ghost? Hey, hey, come, don't, 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 don't go there with me. Just let y'all know <laughs> I did my homework. And the, and the beauty of the book, I'm going to tell you something, because I, I, uh, I got the book, you know, on Saturday. And I read it all day Sunday. And it was a good read. It was a good read. And I wanted, before we even get into detail about the book, I'm going to just read this, this statement that I, I pulled offline about the book. Okay. The saga of love, loyalty, and crime continues in the next explosive book in the cartel series from the minds of New York Times bestselling authors Ashley and DeQuavis. After the tragic and bloody end to the cartel's reign, Carter is forced into isolation to evade the law. With his wife facing federal charges and his dear brother six feet under, Carter has never been more alone. His empire at his feet and he has no idea how to rebuild his kingdom. The only thing that is certain is that he has to stay out of the way and off the radar of the feds until he can, until he can figure out how to get his lady out of prison. Her freedom is guaranteed, provided Carter helped create and distribute a drug that would take the streets by storm. Rubbing elbows with the most notorious, ruthless leaders of the underworld will get him what he wants. But he can win it. But he doesn't know whether he can win the game of murder or money. That's what this wow. book about. See, 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 I'm going to tell you something. The reason I read that because I'm a fan of Narcos. Have, have y'all seen that series? Yeah, yeah, we up on Narcos. Okay. Absolutely. Come on now. See, 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 so you know, when I read this book, man, I was going, man, y'all, y'all been, okay, first of all, I'm, I'm, I'm a little, I'm a little excited. Let me calm down. Let's start, <laughs> let's, let's start from the beginning. Flint, Michigan. Yes. You know, you 15, you 16. The Quavers, the police stop you, okay? Yeah. Harassing you. Now, Ashley, you notice this. You see all this going down. 
Yes. The police accused you of dealing in drugs, correct, Quavers? Yeah, yeah, they was on me. I was actually uh, serving an undercover agent for about two weeks. So, um, yeah, it was the overplay for the underplay. They were setting me up. Now, now, but it was all wrong. But that's So, after they let you go, Ashley, you called him, correct? Yeah, he tossed his package in my bushes, and I saw it. So I went and got it out of the bushes before the police searched them, and then I called him. We had a mutual friend. Right, right, right. It's just, it sounds just, just like a book. <laughs> <laughs> we actually used this. In our I know, you know I know all yeah. that. Let me get to my interview. <laughs> <laughs> I've done my research on both of y'all. I'm not going to come on this show and act like I don't know who I'm talking to. <laughs> man, we appreciate it, my brother. But listen, man, it just it started a union that will last. Well, we we've been together what sixteen years, man. I um I was running from the cops, man, and she literally saved my life, man. She, mm -hmm. you know, she threw. I'm sorry, when I threw what I had in the bushes, man, she she picked it up and she put it up for me for later. So you know, we from Flint, Michigan, Rashawn, man. So that means you know, loyalty has to be earned. Yes, sir. So, but I, but I fell in love with this girl because. Within the first day I met her, she showed me loyalty, and that's something that I wasn't used to. Yes, sir. So, you know, that, that kind of started a friendship, and that friendship matured into a relationship, and then later that relationship um, turned into a partnership, man. We mm -hmm. had together. You know, we, we family. You know, it's interesting, you know, that because, um, you know, you guys from Flint, Michigan, that's basically an inner city, and to come out of that with, 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 a, with a strong literary sense, you know, Cause I, you know, I tell people like, you know, when I came out of high school, you know, I was an honor student, and I, I took all honors classes, but I didn't really care about English. And I remember when I went to college, I had to take remedial English to qualify because I didn't care. I didn't care. I didn't know the subject verb noun. I didn't know the sequence of what would make a sentence and a preposition yeah. and all those things because I didn't realize the importance of it. And that's right. why. That's why it's important when I hear you guys. And along the way, in in middle school. English and literacy was important because, like I said, when I was in middle school, I read, you know, uh, uh, I read, I, I read um, uh, Lord of the Rings when I was in middle school, and that book was like nine hundred pages. And so I, I say that to say that you guys play an important role, and that's one of the reasons I brought you on the show. And I hope we become friends and just constantly communicate on a regular basis because it's important that reading really is fundamental, man. Absolutely. Absolutely. And telling stories that you guys are telling, that's why I want to let everybody know that. Yeah, I'm a sitcom writer. You guys are true storytellers. And that's really important because when I was reading the book from the opening when they're on the private jet, and, you know, I'm not going to tell a story because we, we try to sell books. We're not trying to give away the book, <laughs> you, know, you know. But all those things, I'm just telling you guys, when you read their books, and they got, they got an interesting style because they do transitional time frames. You know, you've you been in this time period, and then they'll take you back to, to, to tell you the journey of how that moment came up to this point and and it's really interesting. How did you guys develop your writing style? Um, well, I, I firmly believe that being a writer, uh, you can't be a writer without being a reader first. Right. So mm -hmm. our first date was actually at a Borders, a bar, a Borders bookstore. Right. Um, mm -hmm. That's a prerequisite. You have to fall in love with storytelling in general. Right. And through doing that, we both really love to read as young kids. So through mm -hmm. doing that, we, we wanted to write stories that people could relate to, that people could find and 
just okay when we were young there were no stories or characters that looked like us that sounded like us or that were from the areas that right. we were mm-hmm. from we wanted to change that landscape and literature so now we're writing we're 40 books in we've contributed a space on the shelves by african-american people for african-american people right right uh, i was reading this article uh, I've took some snippets. I thought of some very important articles. This is New York Times Magazine article written in 2015. Urban fiction or street lit has been snubbed by the publishing industry and scorned by the black intellectuals. Yet these authors may just be the most successful literary couple in America. So when I write that, when I say that, because I know as a writer, as an entertainer, people can make judgment on people and don't even know the, the end goal. And the end goal is about writing creative concepts and storylines that are relatable. Isn't that correct? Yeah, absolutely, man. See, it, it's, I love to use that analogy like the rose that grew from concrete. Yes, sir. Like when a person or um, a black intellectual looks at this rose and they see all the, the torn petals and the thorns, they look at it as that, like this ugly rose. Right. But they do not take into the account the tenacity of that rose to grow through that concrete. And it's a reason why it has those broken petals and, and thorns. And that's how we look at our uh, style of writing. Like, right. They look at it like it's something that's beneath uh, literature. But um, it's not. It's where we came from. We're products of our environment, and we made it beautiful. Like, at first they talked about it, but then they began to... Right. Uh, like, give us accolades and honor what we was doing. There you that go. Was, that was the plan from the beginning, man. There you so go. We kept, on, we kept on putting out quality product um, and kept on being consistent. And those frowns began to turn into claps. And um, that's where we're at now, man. We're, we're 32 years old, man. And, wow. Um, and, and, and we made history, man. We're going to keep on making it. You know, I'm going to tell you something. I don't know who the black intellectual is, but um, I am a black intellectual. Do you, if, there's, if there's a club Absolutely. out there, Rashawn McDonald's in that club, okay? <laughs> you know, I got Emmy sitting on the shelf. I got I got Image Awards sitting on my shelf. I done sold four million books for HarperCollins. I done put two blockbuster movies in the theater. I'm going to tell y'all some young people. Don't ever let nobody tell you who you are. Don't ever let nobody tell you what you're supposed to do if they don't understand your journey, understand the shoes that you walk in. I'm telling you, I picked that book up. I didn't put it down. I went and got me a couple of sandwiches, and I would eat my sandwiches. And, <laughs> and I put it down, and my wife said, Yo, you don't watch the football game? I didn't watch no football game on Sunday. Because, oh, wow. because I'm going to just tell you something. I enjoyed the storytelling. I enjoyed the, and I, I, I'm, I'm gonna keep telling everybody because now I gotta go back and read the series now, because it's interesting in my life. Because, you know, like I told you in middle school, I read, 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 and then when I got out of middle school, I was just running and racing and just dealing with stuff. But man, y'all, y'all you guys have brought me back into the fold with this book. Man, we love it, man. That that means so much to us, man. We really appreciate you taking out the time. And really just understanding our writing and reading it, man. That means the world to I'm going to just tell you something. You know, I want people to understand this. We're going to be right back because we're going to another break with the, with the best. New York Times has said the most accomplished and successful literary writing couple in America. Be right back with more Money Making Conversation. Don't y'all go nowhere. We're back with more Money Making Conversation. 
On the phone, New York Times labeled them as the most successful literary couple in America, and they're doing everything to hold up that mantle. On the phone with Ashley and Joquavis Coleman. Are you guys back? Yeah, we're here. Cool. We're here. I want to talk about this right quick. It was, it was, I read just about uh, this deal you guys have. You have a deal you signed with Warner Brothers Studio and NBC Universal to develop television projects, and you also agreed to an audio-exclusive deal with Audible, a company owned by Amazon.com, a deal that's the first of its kind with fiction writers. Okay, I yes. got, now talk to me about that. Uh, well, Jaquizis and I, we're 40 books in, so we're just looking for new ways to tell stories. <laughs> it was a... Um, expected progression for us to move into television and right. film. Absolutely. When we went to L.A., we just found a world of opportunity. There right. were just so many creatives out there that were willing to partner with us to yes, bring sir. our story yes, to the screen. Mm-hmm. Um, we were very lucky to link up with Warner Brothers and Universal uh, Cable Productions to create two television shows. So we're bringing our content um, to the silver screen where we're able to tell the types of stories that we want to tell with people that look like us. So we're very, very fortunate to come in as executive producers, not as um, staff writers in a room. So we're controlling the type of shows that we're shaping. There you go, right there. That's all I wanted to hear, the word <laughs> control. Because I'm going to tell you something, people out there, you know, I get frustrated when super talented people, see you guys, like, see you threw that number out there 40 like it was nothing. <laughs> You really need to stop talking to me, Ashley. You, oh, no. we can't talk no more. Uh, we fought the books in, you know, and uh, we went to Hollywood and thought we'd find some new avenues to express our vision. <laughs> but you said control because it's important because people see things a certain way, and because they're writers, they don't have the life experience. And I, if, if you hold on to anything, hold on to your name and your brand because I'm going to tell you something. I've been an executive producer. I've been a writer. I used to always tell this to Steve Harvey. I said, Steve, I can get a job the next day if your show gets canceled. If your show gets canceled, your name is tarnished. So always know this, is that your brand is what got you there. And if you don't respect it and control it, and I don't care what names they call you, I don't know if they care you, y'all jerks, y'all asses, or whatever. You control your image, man, because they will get a job someplace else, and they don't even know you. I'm going to just tell you, the writers who come on this show, they don't know you. They may have read a half a book, read a little clip from a New York Times article, went in there, pitched, and they're on your show based on some other work they did on other dramas. So your brand control is important. Hear me on that. Absolutely. That's excellent advice. And learn how to direct, too. Okay, that way you can knock that director out that chair and you start directing and controlling your whole brand because you guys have something special. And the reason I say that, because when I read uh, the, the Cartel 7, I just saw the whole series. You know, you, you guys write so good, man. It's like I just I just saw I just felt like every chapter was another episode. You feel me? And so it was like every episode, it was like, because I'm a big fan of, you know, I'm going to just tell you this. When Power came out, and I'm not trying to compare what you do to Power, but it's that, it's that gritty genre, you know what I'm saying, where a show like that wasn't supposed to make it on TV. Because right. shows like that in the past ain't made it on TV. And I'll right. be perfectly honest, when they told me 50 Cent was tied to it, I turned to my friend and go, this ain't going to make it. This ain't going to make it. <laughs> I ain't going to watch this crap. 
I am the biggest power fan you can find. Because in the end, this is why I know you guys can be successful with this. Because your series is about family. Your series is really about parenting. And that emotion, if you look at Narcos, the series, that's just about family. If you look at if you look at the series with power, that's really about two parents who are making mistakes, really trying to take care of their family. They just happen to be drug dealers. Just happen to be drug dealers. There ain't no difference to somebody at IBM. Ain't nobody different to somebody at Amazon.com. It's just that their lifestyle a little bit interesting because they kill people. They beat up people, rough them up. <laughs> that's all y'all do. But that's that's the that's the enlightening part. That's why I know you own to something special. The thing I think is even bigger opportunity for you guys is that audio book thing. Because man, that digital platform, y'all will own it, team. And I'm not just talking just to the urban culture. Y'all will own it with everybody because the read if you get some I'm just so excited for y'all, man, because I read your book and I feel honored, man, that I got to read something that excited me as a as a guy in the creative space. You guys got it going on, man. You guys really got it going on. And if nobody has read your book, please read your book because it is a joy. It is a journey. It is a is a is a what's a a force of nature, <laughs> literary nature that y'all putting out there on a regular basis, man. Y'all doing Thank it, man. Y'all much. doing it. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, man. We really appreciate it, man. Because, you know, I'm, I'm a fan of audio books. I don't know how they're going to do these books. Uh, are, they, are they just going to read the books? How are they going to do the, the audio books? How are they going to do it? Well, when um, Audible approached us for this new innovative way to tell stories, they wanted to, to be... Um, different from an audio book. We, okay. we wanted to give them like a theatrical feel. There you go. Like Whoa! A, yeah. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Boy, boy, stop talking to me. <laughs> stop talking to me. Jaquava, stop talking to me, brother. That's how you do it. You hear the door open up. You hear a gunfire. Pow. You Absolutely. hear the slap. Pow. <laughs> when the plane crashed, you hear the crash. Boom. Yeah, Woo! When they step yeah. out of the shower, you hear the running water cut off. That's right. That's right. Brother, yeah, so, brother. So they put that deal together for us, man. And, and you know, we're going to make a movie for your ears, man. Man, because, see, I, I grew up, man. I'm going to tell you something, man. When I put together the Steve Harvey radio franchise, I'm okay. a fan of, 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 of old school radio. You know, back in the day when you have a radio and everybody would sit around the radio and they hear them old stories, hear the symbol and all that stuff. That's the radio that you guys are about to do for the millennials. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I, I can't wait to the world hear this, man. We really about to um, just give them, you know, just bring back the theater of the mind. Hey, man. Hey, brother. You understand what you about to do. I know you know, because you're already visionary, both of y'all. Y'all been, y'all been together since y'all 15, 16 years old. God put y'all together. She saw you, made that phone call. Y'all been together doing it right, 40 books in. But I'm telling you, on this digital side, it can be in Spanish, it can be in Russian, it can be in French, Japanese. Absolutely. <laughs> I'm telling you, all of them got criminals in their lives absolutely that's the goal we Dutch. just want 
brand, expand this brand. Come on now, Spanish. Grow as big as it can grow. I'll just tell y'all something. I'm just happy I knew y'all win. That's all. Because <laughs> I know next year this time I'm going to say, can I get them back on the show? Well, they got to check their schedule, Rashawn. Absolutely not. Yeah, they got to check their schedule because you know they big now. You know. Never, never. <laughs> because I'll tell you something, man. I please do me a favor. That when, when you when you launch when you launch your your your, your book line because I'm more excited than the TV. I got the TV, but that that digital front with the auto audio books, man. That's a special special opportunity. I knew what the impact that the audios had on the Steve Harvey books. I, when we when, when we did the audio books, they went through the roof. The sales went through the roof because people want to drive around. They want to just listen. They don't have time to be reading. They're taking these long trips or they're on the airplane. or just want to just sit around the house outside and listen. And y'all going to do the books that I'm asking you guys to do. And you already said, Rashawn, you need to shut up. We already got that in the works. You're going to be pitching us some ideas like we will it, foo-foo. We already there. Stop talking to us, fool. My man. My lady, I'm a fan. And uh, anytime y'all need Rashawn McDonald for any advice, y'all just call me. It ain't, don't, don't, that's what Money Making Conversations is about. And I will be there to give you advice on executive producers, people who want to represent you, people who got ideas for you. That's what I'm here for, to take my knowledge and help shape an opportunity of success for you too. Okay. Well, thank you, man. We truly appreciate that, man. We're going to fold that up and put it in our back pocket. Definitely All right. Just, just, just don't sit on it too long, you know. Just don't sit <laughs> on it. <laughs> hey, man, thank y'all both for calling my show. They're the best, y'all. Please, please Google them today. They're the best, and I'm going to have them back in the spring because guess what? God, they good, and God, they can write. This is another episode of Money Making Conversation hosted by Rashawn McDonald. I'm so appreciative that I get to talk to people who are special every week and let them know they're special too. Because sometimes I don't know who I am. And when I start talking to people, they remind me of who I am. And because of that information that they give me, it lives, lets me know I've lived a blessed life. I'll be here next week with another great show called Money Make Conversation. 1480 AM, Synergy, Houston, Texas. Bye-bye. You need to check out the wireless earbuds from Raycon. Raycon earbuds start off at about half the price of any other premium wireless earbuds on the market, and they sound just as amazing. Unlike some of your other wireless options, Raycon earbuds are both stylish and discreet, with no dangling wires or stems. And of course, they don't just look great, they sound great too. And they're perfect for listening to all your favorite iHeartRadio podcasts on the go. So, go to buyraycon.com iHeart to get 20% off your order. That's buyraycon.com iHeart for 20% off Raycon wireless earbuds. If you've been eyeing a pair, now is the time to get an amazing deal. One more time, buy Raycon.com slash iHeart.